You're listening to the Rizzolian Isles podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jay. And... Oh, you forgot the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I forgot what the name of the episode was. I don't think we even did it for the last one either. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, did, we didn't. We didn't. We did not. Um, what is this one called? It's called something. <laughs> That's all I know. It's, it's called, called something. something. It has a title, but it we just don't. It has a title. It is called In Over Your Head. I would have called it treading water. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good, though. I, I actually really liked this episode. So much better than the last episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had to, like, literally had to look on the TV screen at the bottom and make sure it says TNT Rizzolian House, because I could not believe it. <laughs> like, it took me two days to get over the shock of, like, how brave an episode it was right and you what did you text no you called me telling me about how about the episode and i was like i haven't seen it yet but when i watched it even with you telling me i was like god this feels exactly like season one i'm loving it exactly that's i that feeling i had four years ago just came back all of a sudden i know i was I'll be honest, this episode reminded me why I started watching Brazilian Isles in the first place. So, because <laughs> after season three, and then even with this, the first episode, I was like, I don't know what brought me to this show. And now I, now I remember. If they continue the rest of the season like this, I'm going to have to buy the DVD. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy the DVD. <laughs> I, right. It was just... The look of it, just I, I, I was glued to the television. I've never been glued to Rizzoli Now's episode probably since season one. Or since the Hoyt episode. No, I wouldn't say. I mean, there's been episodes that I've been glued to since season one, but I, I agree it was actually really good, and I didn't call who the killer was until towards the end. I didn't call the killer because I forgot about the crime. Like, I, I, I literally forgot about the crime. I was just so immersed in the whole Patty Doyle Hope like Mara storyline that I was like oh yeah there, there's some a girl got killed oh that's right I totally forgot like I <laughs> was totally immersed in it because they did such a I can't we just okay should we talk about the crime first right quick before we move on or should yeah. we okay well the crime was pretty was pretty good you know it went back to the BCU thing which I mean, Jane mentioned it, and they, they, she hasn't mentioned it since season one. So it was great. About I was like, her college. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is this continuity? I know. I know. I was like, oh my god! And when she said that too, I was like, oh my god! They did reference her, you know, getting into college but deciding not to go. I was like, what? I know. I know. <laughs> my brain couldn't handle it. It just spilled like right out of my ears. Just like, <laughs> ah, what? Mhm. But it was an interesting thing about. It took, we mentioned this in other podcasts, like sometimes it'd be great for like Homicide to work with another department or whatever. And they kind of did, the drug unit. So I thought that was really yeah, kind of, kind of, but yeah, I knew she wasn't like, cause the way they was setting it up, it was like, oh, she does drugs. I'm like, no, she doesn't do drugs. Like, no, I just, it, <laughs> see, that's the thing too. I was like, there's no way that she could be doing drugs. It just seemed too weird that she was washing a hand off. I was like, if she was a, if she was into drugs, she would have no. It's that's just really weird. You know they did the whole like oh this, is it got to be this guy or this guy? You know it's not. Yeah. So I was thinking I was like who is this killer? Like who is this person? 
And it wasn't until they said it was someone who works at the department, I'm like, oh, it's got to be the, the state police guy. Right, exactly. And that's when I figured out who the killer was, so... Because at that point it was obvious, but I I agree. I was like, I was not expecting it to be a cop, which was fantastic. Yes, bravo. Yes, bravo. Never thought of that. Bravo. And Frankie, you know, he did his little karate move. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I'm going to talk about this whole Frankie being uh, becoming a, a homicide detective. So no, he's drug unit, right? Or, that's what I meant, drug uh, drug unit detective. I said homicide, didn't I? Um, no, okay. I think it's interesting that he was promoted to homicide, because does this mean that What's-Her-Face that was promoted to homicide is no longer with the, or, uh, like, the drug unit? Because she was, like, promoted to homicide, and then, like, they gave, they pulled her back to the drug unit where she was working before. Is she, like, no longer with the drug unit, that chick? Oh, it's called. She's on this new show called um, Revolution <laughs> or something like that. It's called. She got an actual job. Her and Dean are on the same show, and so oh. because of that, you know yeah. what? I'm okay. I'm okay with them staying on that show. Yeah, I hope that show gets renewed so you, many times. Does this mean that Dean won't come back? I hope. I hope so. I hope so too. But you know, you can't really say that because. There's an opening, because when they film is when Rizzoli and Alice gets on hiatus, but when they're on hiatus is when Rizzoli and Alice film, so he could do an episode. Yeah, that is true. But I... Yeah, no, please, I don't. (laughs) Okay, here's my thing with that actor. I'm sure he's a great guy and all, but for me, he always plays the same character in everything that he's in, and it drives me insane. Oh, yeah. I'm like, mix it up a little. <laughs> I know. So yeah, he could stick on that show. But speaking of, there was a mention of Dean in this episode. But it did not bother me because it made sense that Jane would call Dean, he is an FBI agent, to figure out why the feds are following more. So that made total sense. Mm-hmm. Because it went with the storyline. It wasn't like, oh, hi, Dean, I miss you. Like, it wasn't like that. It was like... Right. And you can tell they haven't talked to each other since he left. Yeah. Well, and when he left, too, like, he he didn't say anything about coming back, right? So. No. Yeah. So hopefully he will stay gone. You know what? I'm happy that Frankie got promoted. I am. Because, I mean, that was just, I mean, they just, that's the only thing about Frankie's storyline was, like, when he's going to get promoted. They've been talking about this since season one. So he's finally promoted. I'm like, sweet, move on. We can do something else with Frankie. But I kind of miss him in the uniform. I, he was really nice looking with the uniform. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not liking this grunge punk rock thing that they've got going on with him. Yeah. No, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit him. I know. I, I miss uniform Frankie. I and and it cracks uniform. me up. It cracks me up because he's dressing like that because he wants to go undercover. And I'm like, really? You're going to go undercover wearing, like, a Union Jack t-shirt and a, a, a leather jacket with, like, racing stripes on the sides? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, great job, Frankie. Yeah. You, you, you will look better undercover with the uniform on. Well, because I just, I just imagine him, like, trying to get into, like, a biker gang wearing that. They would laugh him right out of the bar. They'd be like, get out of here, white boy. Go back to your mama. She'll bake you a nice roast beef 
Yeah. <laughs> Let your mom breastfeed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so another thing mm-hmm. I loved was, like we were talking about earlier, like it had that season one feel. Not It wasn't just the storyline or, or, you know, how the scene was lit or whatever. It was the Jane and Mara that we loved in season one. Yes, agreed. It was the Jane that wasn't being a bitch to Mara. It was the Jane that was protective, always around Mara, and, you know, and was there for her, and just, like... She still had that funny comment, like, oh, uh, yeah, Mara, like, teasing Mara, but it was the Jane from season one that did that tomorrow, not yeah. the other past seasons where I'm like, that's kind of a bitchy thing to say. Like, I miss that Jane. I wanted to be like, oh, there you are. <laughs> no, I, I agree entirely. I really liked their, they, yeah, they were back to being normal again. Because Jane, what, what threw me off about episode one is that I understood that Mara was being, you know, she was depressed and she was going through a rough time. Jane wasn't being very supportive. I'm like, if Jane's supposed to be her best friend and she's just like, oh, you're whining again. I'd be like, excuse you, go away. If you're, you know, I'm going through a rough time here and you're just going to be mad at me. And I think the reason why you felt that way is because that was our first time seeing it. And we, and it's, and it's because it's been three months later. And since we yeah. see those three months... But even if even if it was three months later, you don't... Like, seriously? if your friend needs help... Like, okay, so even if it is three months later, your friend is seriously depressed, she needs help, you don't go, oh, God, you're whining again. You go, no, dude, you need to, like, talk to somebody about this. You need to get help. You don't just be like, ah, oh, stop being all depressed. No. I guess because she hears it every day for three months, she's probably like, I can't take this any longer. But yeah, but this Jane, they they put that Jane back into wherever she was at, and the other, and they like got the Jane from the right universe and got her back. Because this was the Jane I love. This is the Jane I fell in love with. This is the Jane, <laughs> and hopefully they keep that Jane. Don't go back to the other Jane. Keep this Jane and this Mara <laughs> and this relationship. Okay, keep it, keep it. And there were some. More Rizzle's moments. Jane asked her out to lunch. Tricked her, but asked her out to lunch. They went to the Dirty Robber together, which is not the Dirty Robber anymore. I saw. Th- I think that's probably like the the only thing about it that, about this episode that I didn't like. Uh, well, no, there's two things. But I still love this episode. But I don't understand. How did the Dirty Robert turn into this, like, organic health food bar? There is no way. If this is, like, the bar that all the cops go to, there is no way that they would let it turn into something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read some interesting theories. Or actually just one. Yeah, I read one, too. Which I was like, huh, okay, maybe. I think it's possible. It's, it might be possible. Okay, go ahead. Tell them what the theory is. The theory is that Mara bought the Dirty Robber because she said there's new owners. So she's the new owner because I guess that's the only way to make Jane eat healthy. (laughs) That's the theory. But I can totally see Mara buying it because it had like, she was like, oh, look, there's some interesting food choices, which is everything most likely she would eat. So she bought it. She has money. She has a lot of money. Well, yeah, I understand that Mora has money, but at the same time, I don't understand why she would buy the bar. Why not? 
that goes above and beyond friendship, for one. I mean, if she's buying a bar what? so that her friend eats healthy... <laughs> That's going beyond friendship? Uh, yeah. Have you been watching the show? And yes. what bar has been doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I would totally let your mother just live in my guest house. <laughs> That's just the tip of the iceberg, which she's done with this family. Yeah. God, like, she's done <laughs> a, too, a lot of stuff. So buying the Dirty Robber is small compared to all the things Mara has done. Not really. I don't know. No, I think I think buying the Dirty Robber would be huge. So if it does come out that Mara actually bought the Dirty Robber, then I will I will say the Rizzle ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. That would be funny. Like toward the end, you'd be like, "Wait, you bought the bar? Yeah, you know, just something." Or maybe the old owners didn't couldn't afford it or something anymore, and it was just gonna just sit there. And she bought it. But here's the thing. I mean, the area that they eat in i mean is it like near the college campus or something is that like i don't think so because i don't understand how a restaurant that type could sustain itself in that area i mean normally restaurants like that are for you know are like upper classy so for cops to go there is not gonna it's not really gonna fly you have to think, this is in a different universe, Boston. This is the type of Boston that never rains nor snows. <laughs> that is true. It's sunny this, this 24 is, hours this a day. Is L.A. Boston. This is L.A. Boston. So this fits perfectly with the That is true. See, this lifestyle. in this restaurant, I could see showing up in L.A. No problems, no question asked. But in Boston, I'd be like, yeah, where can I get, get a good, like, nice burger? Fries? Maybe a Philly cheesesteak? Give me something good. <laughs> Philly cheesesteak in Boston? Well, yeah, I mean, it's well, close yeah, enough. Close, they, yeah. <laughs> they have Philly cheesesteaks everywhere, but they're, they're they not do. the authentic ones until you go to Philly. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, well, Boston, here you go. You got Irish cuisine. Give me a nice Reuben, for crying out loud. Yeah. Some Italian food. Because we have Boston. Get in the cat. <laughs> right now in the cat. Wow. Cat's right there. <laughs> I don't know how they talk. Uh, and we just isolate all our Boston. Well, you did. You alienated everybody. <laughs> yeah, and the Boston listeners like, well, that was fun. So let's talk about the whole Patty Doyle thing. I'm, oh, I'm just so, this is what, okay, here's the thing. Now, I still don't like the whole kidney thing. I still think they could have done the exact same storyline without the kidney thing. Mm-hmm. Because this is what I think they should have done. I should have, like, they still have this Caitlyn trying to get to know Mora thing. Yes, which, by the way, I totally called it. I said that she was going to be recurring. I was right. But, like, okay, so what they should have done is they shouldn't have, they should wait to introduce Caitlyn, right? And Mara tells Hope, you know, I'm the daughter. And so to protect Caitlyn, she tells Caitlyn, don't see your sister because of the whole Patty Doyle thing. And then Caitlyn goes behind, you know, Hope's back and still try to get a relationship with Mara. Mara doesn't know about the whole, mm-hmm. like, she's not allowed to see her thing. That would have been different. You could have still kept the relationship there. They could have still had, like, Caitlyn at the police off, like, the at the station thing that happened at the cafe, and we're like, hey, something happened with our mother, yada, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it would have been more interesting and more realistic if Caitlyn was the one to initiate contact with Mora rather than Hope. Yeah. Because I could totally see what you're saying, you know, where Kaylin's snooping and somehow finds out about Mora and is, like, able to track her down and whatnot. 
Yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah, the whole Patty Doyle thing. Oh, I'm just, I'm just eat it up. I love it. I just love it. Ever since they introduced the whole thing about Mara finding out that her biological father is the head of the Irish mob, I was like, I love this storyline. <laughs> I love it. And now you know that I don't know. I'm, I have a feeling that Patty's dad is still alive. Really? I don't. I don't know. How old is Patty? Well, Mora's what, 36, 37? 37, 38, something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. They were 18. Well, Hope was 18 when she yeah. had Mora. Patty could have been. Patty maybe was... two years older? Two or three years older? Yeah, because Patty knew. Um, so let's say he was huh. 21 when she was born. Yeah. That, he's, that's 50, he's 58 if she's 37. So the dad so, could be still alive. So if his dad's old, he's like old and like decrepit old <laughs> like 70-ish 80-ish so no he would be in his 80s oh so you don't have healthy 80 people is that what you're saying <gasps> no i'm just saying that <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying 80 is 80 80 is old 80 is like him running after mora with a walker type old <laughs> you don't know that uh, yes i do know that there are some healthy 80 year olds there are some yeah there's running marathons and more fit than i am just saying 80 is pretty old and it's i just find it hard to believe that at 80 he's still running no, the irish not, mob he's not running it he's probably probably retired he probably gave it to like patty doyle to take care of it and patty's in jail and he's probably has to go back or be- i want to know who's running the mob while patty's in jail patty has to have a, a right hand man is it supposed to be someone who's like the daughter of the or the son well, I know Jane had had a brother, right? Mara. Or that's what I meant. Mara had a brother. <laughs> yes, but he's dead. So, but they never mentioned him having another kid. No, that's the thing. So it's like Mara would have to be next in line, but obviously she's not going to do it because, ooh, that would be interesting. <laughs> but it's not going to happen. Right. That would be a good book. <laughs> Why are you test Garrison? How you doing? Oh God, no. <laughs> Write like a spinoff. Has nothing to just... maybe an alternate universe, or like a... where Patty Doyle like escapes with or you know kidnaps Mora, tells Hope that she's dead, and then raises Mora. That would be interesting. I will say the casting for her parents are right on. She looks like both of Patty Doyle. And yeah, she does. It's pretty good. That was amazing. Yeah, I'm just I'm just loving it, and and the whole fact that Patty and Hope they saw each other like 20 years ago and. He gave her the money to start that organization she's with. I find it interesting that she did take the money to start the organization. But at the same time, I understand why she would take the money. She wants to help people. But I find it... I don't under... I mean, he had to have had an ulterior motive. So he must have been wanting to do something or she was doing something for him. Because for him... To just give her two and a half million dollars and be like, here, start this non-profit organization to save people's lives. Go for it. No, I, I find that extremely hard to believe he would do that. Do you think it's out of guilt? No. I think he was using her for something. That he said, here, take this money, but now you have to smuggle these drugs or you have to do this for me. Uh, it could, that couldn't be possible. Or, I, to me, I think it's probably guilt of lying to her about the whole fact that Mars was dead when obviously she's not. Maybe I don't think so though. I was gonna say he's only gonna be guilty for so long, and two and a half million dollars is a lot of guilt money. A little bit too much. But dude, you have to realize 
Because what, Mara was born in like late 70s and it was 1993? You know how long those many years are? Mara it, would have to be in what, high school? Yeah. Yeah, so? And all this time, he, she, she's in high school, she knows. He's, she, he was at her freaking graduation. And all this time, he knows. And he's yeah. like, sees hopes and gives her like, he probably think, well, you know. That's a lot of years. Yeah, I, I mean, like... I still, I see what you're saying, but I don't think that he's just going to give her two and a half million dollars because he's guilty that he knows their daughter's alive and she doesn't. No. He's a mobster. He has ulterior motives. He only does things for certain reasons. He doesn't do it out of the goodness of his heart. Oh, what? okay. Remember that episode? It's season two. About that dude at the docks? Yeah. The one that gets stabbed with the ice pick? No, it was a chick who got stabbed in the ice ice pick, and they framed Patty, and Patty didn't do it, because she was investigating, because she found out that the dad knew some information, and Patty Doyle dropped off that money to pay for the dad's health stuff. And I think he called Jane and was like, hurt women or children or whatever, or like, we're alike or something like, I don't know what he said. Like, he does help people, and he, he gets, like, the criminals off the street or something like that. Eh, maybe, but I still, I still don't think he just gave her that money and just let her do whatever she wanted with it. He had a reason for giving her that money, and I think, and that is why the feds are following her because I think she's still doing it for him. If that's the case, then damn, he really is really good with keeping secrets because she Mm -hmm. still did not know all that time that Mara was her daughter. I thought. Once they found out that they met in 1993, that she was like, okay, fine, I knew you were alive. Like, I just thought that's what I thought was going to happen, but it didn't. And I was like, okay, they're still keeping up with this thing that she didn't know at that time. Even though she looks exactly like you, but okay, all right, we're going to keep that a go. Wait, oh, so you're saying you think, wait, I'm so confused now. <laughs> I thought that it was going to be revealed that Hope actually knew that Mara was alive and was pretending oh. to know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, obviously, they, she still was like, no, I didn't know. Okay, so can we talk about this Raphael dude, Martinez? Okay. Do you think he's supposed to be a potential love interest for Jane? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, and, and it makes sense. And, and But here's the thing. I didn't understand why Jane was so hostile towards him. I mean, yeah, I, I get that it was her CI that was shot, but they were both there in the car listening to whatever happened. And he was like, wait, 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 hold on a second before they go charging in there. And then she gets shot. So basically he was just like warning caution and Jane blamed him for her getting shot. Yeah, because if he didn't hold her down, there would have been a way to save. The they would have been five seconds closer to the guy, but they still wouldn't have been able to make it. She would have died anyway. It's not, see, like, I don't know. I, didn't, I thought Jane's hostility towards him was a bit more than was called for, I guess. It, I just found it kind of, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Over-exaggerated? Yeah, over-exaggerated. It just didn't seem realistic that she would blame him for something like that. I mean, if he maybe sent her, the CI, in there without Jane's permission and it was Jane's CI, yeah, okay, maybe then I could see. But Jane was there. And Jane encouraged her to go, so I don't know. Maybe Jane blames herself and then she's taking it out on him. That, okay. I think that's what happened when it went to the Dirty Robber. She said, I killed her. And I think she also said that it was both of us or I took it out on him or something like that. She did? I, I think she. That. I think she did. Hmm. Yeah, and I guess seeing him reminds her of that, that incident. Yeah, but still. 
You know, you, you, you put it in the past, it's been eight years, and then you see that guy again, and you just, you get angry, and you take it out on him. And I think that's yeah. what happened, yeah. Maybe. And then, well, Frankie was kind of driving me nuts this episode, because he kept whining about Jane. He was like, fix it, Jane. Jane, he's mad at me, Jane. I was like, really, Frankie? How old are you? And you're whining about Jane being mad at him. Sometimes Frankie is adorable, but sometimes I'm like, would you please... Take your mouth yeah. off of Angela's tit. Like, seriously, dude. <laughs> seriously. Yeah, he, he turns into a, a, a giant baby. I'm like, it's come to a point where Tommy is acting more mature than you right now. Yeah. And Tommy doesn't have a clue on what the fuck's going on. <laughs> no. Tommy, Tommy's just putting fingerprints on everything. Just... Yeah, but he knows that he did it. He just doesn't know why or how. <laughs> he knows it's his fault, and he will take the blame for it. <laughs> yeah, with his bad Boston accent. Oh God. Yeah, but I, I, but at the same time, I was interested. I was like, okay, I'm interested in this whole Martinez Jane thing. Yeah. Dude, they have more chemistry than she does with Casey. I know. <laughs> I was like, in two seconds of screen time, they have more going on than Casey. Yeah, and they were hating each other. I was yeah. like, there you go. Solves your problem. I'm, I'm thinking because since they were- can't have Grant anymore. Is Martinez the new Grant? Well, maybe, but Grant was homicide anyway. Okay, wow. But other than that... I don't think they're going to go in the same direction as Grant, but... Well, they did start out hating each other, so I don't know. That is true. It reminds me of um, The Help, where she was like, love and hate... uh, the, The mom was talking to Skeeter, and she was like, love and hate are two horns on the same goat, and you need a goat. <laughs> yeah, I, I so. think... I think... And it seems like this guy, Martinez, is going to probably be in almost every episode. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, I get the feeling he's going to be an actual recurring character. So if they do establish him. a relationship, it probably will work out because you actually see the beginning and the end that of would, it. That would be nice. I would, I would like to see something real, maybe. Right. And it would make sense why he would be in the show because they work together. Exactly. I still say Maura needs to fall for somebody in the Irish mob without realizing it. Just saying. saying. Uh, If Jane can have a boyfriend, Maura can have a boyfriend too. I mean, if they're not going to be together, just give me something else. Which which, uh, grinds my gears because you're just like, every moment you're like, oh, would you just kiss her? Really, Peter Griffin? Tell me more. (laughs) And I'm trying to think there was another good thing. Um... I also liked how every time Mara was like either with Hope or Pedro, Jane was right there. Yeah. Like Jane was sitting next to her, you know, she was very supportive or whatever. And I did like the whole uh, the scene with the boots. I thought that was really cute. That was kind of funny when she made Mara wear the boots out to talk to, to Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Though I did find it a bit unusual for Mara not to wear the boots and to stick with her heels, I was like, no. What happened to the Mora that had her... Oh, God, what was that kit when they went dumpster diving that one time? Exactly. I was like, where is that Mora? That Mora would not be wearing $500 shoes at a beach. Yeah, who wears shoes at a beach? But you know what I think what it was? They were, this is what, they were like, okay, we need to put something on her shoe that goes with the case to solve the case. How are we going to make this happen? <laughs> Let's change the w- one thing that Mara would most likely do. It would be Mara that would be like, you need to wear these boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought Mara would be telling good. Jane to put the boots on, and Jane would be like, no. 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 <laughs> I thought it was really cute 
that Jane had the same color boots for Marla for her outfit. And I was like, did she just coincidentally have, like, yellow boots while Mara's wearing yes. yellow? Or she has, like, every color from the rainbow, just in case this happens. Probably. She probably has all the colors. She's got, like, a Roy G. Biv of boots in the trunk of her car. <laughs> she has her own pair, which is usually going to be black. And then she has, Yeah, like, black. And then she has all the colors from Mara. Just, like, <laughs> she knew exactly her shoe size. Like, I mean, you have to have every color of her. I mean, you spilled coffee in her European car. You gotta... She's getting detailed. Okay, so that whole scene where they're dragging the body back out into the surf, I was cracking up. <laughs> that poor actress just getting dragged in the water. I'm like, hold your breath. Hold your breath. <laughs> was it a real actress or was it like one of those fake floatable dummies? Uh, it looks real to me. Poor hmm. thing. If it was an actress, I do feel bad. <laughs> Can you imagine getting dragged out into the water? Yeah. By like, Angie Harmon. <laughs> no, it was by Frost and, and Corsac. Was it? Wait, I thought she was out there, too. No, she was telling them about... Oh, yeah, she was on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Distracting them. That's funny. And Mara being all serious, like, Okay, you guys, this is a danger zone! <laughs> like, she's, yes. like, all excited and shit. <laughs> she's like, but add these crabs to my collection! It's gonna be great! You know? And then she's like, gets tricked. She's like, I don't think it was really funny that this happened. Like, it was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it's just it's typical Mora. <laughs> that part is. Yeah, when she's like, or when Mora's asking Jane if the feds are here, and Jane's like, yeah, that guy with that thing through his ear. And Jane's, and Mora's like, really? And, and Jane's just like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Which, by the way, we learned she could pick locks now? I found that kind of interesting. I didn't know what to make of that because I was like, I can see her wanting to learn it and deciding she is going, you know, to learn how to pick locks. But then at the same time, I could also see her like not knowing how to do it. So I don't know. And this was like, this was part of the files of the police department, right? Yeah. And Jane doesn't have a key. Um, I believe it's just like the cold case department is where it was at. So. Oh, okay. It's like it's like their storage or whatever, you know, cold cases, like unsolved cases and stuff. So only certain people have the key. Um, well, I believe you have to check in to those areas. From Wolf. <laughs> I'm talking like I know, like I've been in, down in one, but I haven't. Yes, <laughs> From what Detective Amanda. <laughs> in TV shows, <laughs> they have them sign in. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I don't know. A um, sign-in person must not have been there. Great security at the P- at the police department, but right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have some log just to keep track, so they're not losing stuff all the time. Yeah, it's just like a library, you know. You have to check stuff out. But her explanation for knowing how to um, to pick locks was that her parents used to lock up the TV. So she I find that the- kind of unusual, because like, what the fuck kind of TV did they have? Was it like in a steel cabinet or something? No, they're probably locked up a TV so they so she won't watch TV. Yeah, but I'm saying, do they lock it up into a steel cabinet? Just like, or, like, chain the remote? I mean, really? Maybe they locked the bedroom or the room that had the TV and she picked the lock to get into the room? I, I find that, it, I don't know, it's just kind of funny, but kind of unusual. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, is there anything else you want to say about the fantastic episode? No, I think we covered pretty much everything that we want to talk about, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. Pretty good. 
I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to episode three because if it's anything like episode two, I'm going to love it. Well, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not the episode I've been wanting because that's next week, next Tuesday. Yes. Um, but it's, it deals with a baptism. A baptism? Oh, um, are you talking about, uh, the kids, TJ? Yes. TJ, right? TJ's baptism? TJ's baptism. Are they Catholic? You didn't know that? No. Where have you been? I know. <laughs> they were an Italian family living in Boston. Yeah, I'm sure they were Catholic. Um, <laughs> Wait, you remember when Frank came back and he wanted oh, to Oh yeah! It? Oh I my god! Forgot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that was like two seasons ago. Where that have was I? Last been? season. Was it? Okay, it feels like two seasons ago. Because you wanted Norman to be with Lydia. Yeah, and then Lydia's pregnant with TJ. Okay. This isn't the one that they, they put out of order, is it? Yeah. This. So this isn't supposed to be episode three. This is supposed to be what? Episode? I think five. Which I hope that nothing happens Tuesday where you're like, how did that even? And then you have to watch like yeah. the next two episodes. You'd be like, oh, uh, okay. You know? Because right, they've done that before. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, Martinez and Jane had sex like you know yeah <laughs> that's gonna feel really weird it's gonna be weird or like you know angela's now engaged to count like you know well, and, like weird and here's the thing with continuity if you're doing it right then when you air episodes out of order it's completely wrong <laughs> right because you're gonna be like wait that doesn't make sense and then when you watch it in order you're like oh, okay now i get it so hopefully it doesn't make sense so that way we would know there is continuity on the show this season. Because if it does make sense, I'm like, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. There's only be one good episode this season. We just saw it. God damn it. Yep. But, okay. So what was your gaydar ping for this episode? I chose, uh, she wants me, she wants me not. Uh, well, because it was more than just friends, but... I don't, it wasn't like crazy eye sex or, you know, like a lot of touchy feely BFF for life type thing. Yeah, I have to agree. I also said number three. I mean, there were like a little touch there, a little touch there, but it wasn't like, oh God, I can't believe they're closer, you know, so on. I feel like, but at the same time, it was like, like we said before, it was it was the Jane and Mara we know from the beginning, and mm-hmm. they were supportive of each other. They were actual friends. Like they yes. were like, like these two people are friends. Yeah, it's right. Like friends that like they're supportive of each other. When something goes down, this is what happens. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's why I was like, ah, who wrote <laughs> this episode? Whoever wrote this episode, thank you. And if it was Janet, whatever drug you was on or not on. <laughs> Continue to do that. Oh, that's if you, terrible. If you were on drugs previously and this is the first time you're sober, congrats. Stay sober. But if you were sober and now you're on drugs, just do it in moderation. I'm just saying. <laughs> just you, you are terrible. If you were like drinking coffee or no coffee, it, it, whatever you did, do it again for the rest <laughs> of the, what, I think 14 episodes? Because you're doing 16 this season, not 15. 16. Ooh, 16 episodes. Yeah, so there should should be a two-parter. I would be pissed if there is not a two-part episode. You have the opportunity to do a two-parter. Do it. Yeah. And, oh, oh, we forgot to mention something. 
we forgot to talk about the flashback. They I know, actually was this had... the first flashback, right? Yeah, I well, other than the ones with Jane when she got stabbed by Hoyt, but yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that but that was that was was that the first episode? That was the first episode. Yeah, so we haven't had a flashback since episode one. So no, they flashback and when Hoyt they killed Hoyt to remind them about the yeah they had just, it was the same flashback but oh what okay so there's only been two really so I thought that was pretty interesting so I wonder now that what's his face Martinez is part of the show if they're gonna do more I mean because how long ago did she get stabbed by Hoyt this was after Martinez if Martinez is eight years so I would yeah. say so he had already left by the time she was attacked by Hoyt yeah. Okay. Because she was drug unit first in Homicide. Mm. Oh, yeah, true. Good point. Good point. So, I will say... Wait, so now I'm really thinking about, if it was only eight years, how long Jane and Mara didn't know for each other for eight years. So then, they were only on each other for five? And what was, like, five years ago? Maybe. There was a time, because whatever the pilot happened, they had a time limit of how many months Hoyt was in jail since the incident with Jane. So how many months that was, I'm guessing Hoyt was probably her first or second case ever in Homicide. And when that happened, that's when Jane and Mara met? <laughs> or right after? Huh, I don't, I don't know. I don't I'm know. not going to try and figure all this out. I know. Oh, oh, actually, that's three flashbacks. They had a flashback of how Jane and Mara met. I forgot about that one. Oh, they did! I, for, <laughs> I did forget, too, because that's when Jane was dressed up like a hooker, and she was like, you need leafy greens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. So wasn't that Vice? She was Vice at that point. So she was drug unit Vice in Homicide? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> she kept moving up in different ranks. Next season, she's going to be like freaking FBI agent. I don't know. No. I want to see Jane get promoted to lieutenant, though. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Wait, so that, what, what, wait is Kavanaugh lieutenant? or he's? Sorry. Yeah, Kavanaugh is lieutenant. I mean, like, we could have, like, we could have an episode where a character actually dies, and the character that dies is Kavanaugh. <gasps> Poor Angela! You just fucking up with her life! Hey, hey. I, I, it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm, I'm terrible. Like, if I ever wrote a show, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, don't fall in love with this character, because I'm gonna kill him. I would be worse, dude. Like, I would be worse. <laughs> I hate when they put, like, characters in danger when you know good damn well nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. If That's any characters point, I write in danger, they're dead. Like, they're dead. <laughs> but no, this, I mean, see, that's my point, though. Rizzoli and Alice is a little too comfortable. I mean, Jane got shot in the, was it, the, yeah, the first season was season finale, but we're like, oh, come on. Her name is in the title. She's not gonna die. <laughs> right. You but know we what? need, yeah, we we need, need something. something to remind the audience that everybody on the show is still mortal. You know? Right. A fucking Lost Girl can have people who die. And they're mm. like, they're not even human. Like, you know? <laughs> These people are human. They're like, ah, oh, nothing's gonna happen. That's yeah. what I feel like. I think they shot themselves in the foot by naming the show two main characters. Not, not really. Yeah, really. Because they were, they, because they, this is the reason why. Like, the reason we just said now about the whole, like, their name on the show, nothing's gonna happen, unless they're gonna do a show about freaking Joe Friday and Bass. Like, there's no way they're gonna get rid of Jane and Mara. No. But the no. Also have Dude, okay, I'm sorry. No. You can't argue with me on this. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hello. She died in the end of season one. 
she she died literally died okay then was it season five she died again so it's not like the characters but you're comparing a supernatural show to a regular show it's still the same idea you can still you're comparing joss whedon to janet well, that is true, which is kind of an offense to Josh. I'm sorry, Josh, if you're listening, which is probably not. Which, by the way, yeah. Josh Whedon kills everybody. He does. He does. But he killed his main character twice. Uh, so like that I, I was know. saying, you have to give me a better argument than that. As I was saying, another reason why they shot themselves in the foot. Number two. That was a great argument, by the way. Number two. I had references and everything. <laughs> sure. Number two, because it's called Rizzoli Nows, we only care about that friendship. So, like, we mentioned, like, the whole thing. It is possible for them to have relationships, but at the same time, it's kind of hard, too, because it's, like, it's Rizzoli Nows. They're together. They're always gonna be together. If they would have named it, like, Boston PD or some shit like that, it would have been a different story. That, but... But then they wouldn't be the two main characters. It would be about the police department. It wouldn't be about them specifically, Whatever. is my point. If they, It doesn't matter if the show is named after them. If they are your main characters, then they're your main characters. Period. It could be Badge and Scalpel. It would still be <laughs> about them. <laughs> of course, because it's Badge and Scalpel. Hmm, <laughs> who has a badge? Who has a scalpel? <laughs> Rizzoli and Isles. I don't know. My point is, it doesn't matter what the show is called. If they are your main characters and they are who you're writing about, that's it. You can call the show whatever you want. It's like Lost Girl. It's about Bo. And yes, there's other characters, but it's about Bo. Because it's Lost Girl. It's not called Faye. If it was called Faye, it would be about everybody. Not just Bo. All the time. But that's my... that That's the whole point, though. That's what I'm saying! Because it's called Rizzoli Nows, it's about Rizzoli Nows. But if it was called something else... I know, but you about... can still put them in danger. Doesn't matter what the show is called, you can still put your characters in danger. You can still make it threatening and unbelievable. Just because they're your two main characters, you can still make your audience wonder, oh my god, is this really gonna happen? Is this really happening? Is this really happening? Oh my god. Yeah. You can still do that. Jane and that's what good danger. writing is all about, is making your making your audience feel that that stress and that tense emotion. If Jane and Mara gets in danger, I'm not worried. It's intense, but I would enjoy it, but I'm not worried. You're, you're not worried because as far as we are concerned, the you know, from all that we've seen about the show, they have never been put into a situation where, like, you know, we're worried about them actually dying, as opposed to other shows, which do do that and have done that. I'm trying to think. Oh! Example, Dexter. Okay, huge, huge spoiler alert. I, if you have not seen uh, the season five finale of Dexter, click away or <laughs> close out. Whatever. Okay, perfect example. Dexter's girlfriend, well, and then turned wife, um, was a character from the very beginning of the show. Season five finale, she is just fucking dead. Dead as a doornail. Nobody sees it coming. All of a sudden, boom, dead, gone, nothing. Like, you're left watching the finale like, what the fuck? Like, you didn't even know she was in danger, and then she's dead. Perfect example. Thank you. There you go. Right there. And this is where I'm about to crush your little heart. It's not called Dexter's Girlfriend. It's called Dexter. 
Last time I checked, Dexter's still alive. <laughs> Unless they kill him off in the series finale, which is a different story because it's the end of the show. I said an example of a show where the title of the okay. show okay, is but still, the main okay. character. So I can bring it back around. Okay. Yeah, even then, so, oh God, what? Season two. Season two. Perfect example. What's his face? Uh, Dokes was on to Dexter. And you're like, what the fuck? You know, they find out Dexter is a Bay Harbor butcher. Like, you're, you don't know what's going to happen. You're like, is Dexter going to get found out? What the fuck? So, yes, you can put your characters in, like, in that type of danger where you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And I'm saying it's because the way the show is written, that's why you don't worry about them. That's why you don't care what's going to happen because you know nothing's going to ha- affect the way the show goes. I'm not saying that they're not going to be in danger. I've seen shows would be in danger. I'm just saying yeah, I'm not worried said, because they're not going to die. But that's my point, though. You're saying you, you're you not worried. You can write it so your audience is worried. I haven't seen a show with the, with where I'm worried for the characters, especially when I know, unless it's Josh Whedon, especially when I know it's a main character. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've seen shows. But, but that's the I've thing, seen though. shows where Dexter, the main character sure. has died. But, okay, but that's my whole point, though. Sure, the, the, the show is called Dexter, but Dexter is not just the only main character. There's Dexter, there's his sister, Deb, and up until season five, there was his wife, which I'm forgetting her name right now, but the actress's name is Julie Benz. From Defiance. Yeah, from Defiance. That's her. She was on Dexter before she was on Defiance. So, yeah, you can have main characters, and you're just, like, completely floored when that shit happened. Yeah. Of course, I've seen shows where main characters die, but I'm just saying, like the main main, like the like the like. I think they have, I don't know what they call the call sheet. Like they have the A, B, C, D, or whatever. I'm talking about number. I'm talking about A. I'm talking about <coughs> A. So for Dexter, it'll be Dexter. For Oscar, it'll be Bo. But anyway, we're going off topic. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do with the finale. I think they're just finishing writing episode 13. I think they're kind of behind, but um, I, I wonder what they're going to do for the finale. I want it to be a two-parter. I want it to involve Mara and Jane, not... Yeah, and I want some really good build-up to the season finale. Yes. I want a season finale that's going to rock our world. And it doesn't have to be something huge. Like, it doesn't have to be a building collapsing or, like... It was just above and beyond. It was extreme. Yeah. Or like, and I'm sorry to say it, but your CGI team is not that great, so why don't we stay away from the theatrics? Yes. Or does it have to be, you know, the whole police department is shut down, which I can't, so can't get over that. How that? I agree. That was, I don't know, I think they tried to make it extreme, but they didn't have a budget for it. <laughs> so it just kind of came off as, like, clownish. Or like, Jane shoots... Mara's dad. It doesn't have to be extreme. You don't have to have an extreme finale to have a great impact. Well, I didn't mind that finale where she shot him. That's probably the only finale that was probably the best. <laughs> make possible sense. But, but other than that, it could be like subtlety can go a long way. It could be something where like something happened or they're sitting down and they're just looking at like looking at each other because they did something or and you're like, oh shit, I wonder how that's going to end up. You know, it could be something very subtle. That their lives could be put in like, danger, not physically. It could be something emotionally or mentally. So maybe Mara gets kidnapped. Again? Well, <laughs> by Patty, though. 
like Patty breaks out of jail, kidnaps Mora, and they're gonna, I don't know, they're on the run together. Who knows? It could involve Patty to the point where Jane, in order to protect Mora, has to do something illegal. That'd be interesting. Yeah. And then they have that, you know, what the fuck, like, fuck look on their faces. Like, I can't believe I did that type of shit. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I can't believe shit. it's not butter. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And then it's like, how is that going to happen next season? It could be something like that. It doesn't have to involve any organ or kidney or anything like that. Or, you know, who is she going to choose? Martinez or Kate? It doesn't have to do any of that shit. It's just be between Jane and Mara. And how could it, and it, or it could be like, how is this going to affect both of their careers? How is this going to affect both their families? How is this going to affect their They're friendship? Like, yeah. yeah, like it could be like something that has all those three common denominators, and you know it's going to affect like each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Boom. Two-parter. Done. There you go, Janet. You, I gave it to you. Wrapped <laughs> as in it with a bow. Have fun. <laughs> we're only on episode two, and we're already talking about the <laughs> I'm just saying. They're already I, ahead of so I'm I would just like saying. To, to point that out though. Boom. Maybe maybe it's because we're we were seriously lacking in a finale because that last episode of season three did not feel like a finale. That just felt like a big F you. I don't know what it I, it felt like it felt like you know when you get those little uh popper thingies for the fourth of July, the little they they kinda like they're like little white paper thingies that you oh, just yeah, throw yeah, on the yeah, ground yeah, and snap. Yeah. It feels like when you get one of those and you throw it and nothing happens. <laughs> it's a dud. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> and it's like the last one. Like right. all the other ones. Right. Just you're just like, like, I was saving this one because it's bigger than the others. And you're just like, this is going to be amazing. And then nothing. And you give it all your strength. Like, oh. Right. You throw it on the ground so hard. And nothing. <laughs> it just goes poof. That's all for this episode. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The Randy Podcast. Also, visit our blog at therizzolinalspodcast.blogspot.com where you can comment and email. Thank you for listening. And this case is closed.